Blog Talk Radio. We take up where we left off. These powers are very special. By taking up one, you can come to one more. How interesting. Episode 467, The 48 Laws of Power, live on The Real Hoodoo. The views and opinions expressed on the following program are solely those of the participants and are not necessarily those of this broadcast facility, its management, staff, nor its sponsors, live. From Chicago, the crossroads of America, Papa Say. Papa Say is a highly acclaimed Hudu practitioner and fourth-generation seer with over 50 years' experience in the spiritual path. Boasting a worldwide clientele from various age, education, economic and ethnic groups. Papa Say shares a vast wealth of knowledge with those who have both the desire to learn and will to do what it takes to control the many problems in life. Celebrities and regular persons alike use these same things offered in these broadcasts and now experience true happiness and peace of mind that comes when your problems are finally solved. Papa Say uses the secret knowledge taught to him by his parents and ancestors along with practical knowledge from the Evo in West Africa the Seminole in the swamps of Florida and the old Hadoo root workers of Louisiana. Along with his formal education in theology, anthropology and parapsychology brings holistic dimension that touches you, spirit, mind and body. And now your host, Papa Say. God bless my father's children, here, there, and everywhere. Bonsoir, and welcome to the only real genuine hoodoo broadcast on the airways. This is your host, Monsieur Jean-Leon Devereaux, officially known to many as Papa Say, your hoodoo daddy, promising to tell you the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. So help me God. Let me say that I love you, and you, and even you. And it makes no difference what you think of me, but it does make a difference what I think of you. I cannot allow hatred, jealousy, prejudice, religion, or greed to be a part of me, for I know and I want you to know that the real hoodoo brings light, love, and light to the world. God bless you, my children, wherever you are, just the way you are. May he look upon you and give you peace. May he establish your steps and your going out and your coming in. This, I will continue to pray for you. I've always prayed this for you, and I always will. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, today we have... The 48 Laws of Power. Now, I hope they didn't nobody forget it. We had the 48 Laws of Power, well, about well, about two months ago. It's been about two months. And uh, it was sort of, I have to say it, sort of hard on you. Yeah, it was sort of hard on some of you. Because some of you could not take it. It was just too much. It was too much. But you took it anyway, didn't you? And today is another day. Another lesson in the in the 48 Laws. Well, if you want to express your comment or something, you can call at 619-924-9444. Good day today. Yeah, it sure is. And, and besides, 
after that, I've got something I have to tell you. Because some of you have asked me questions about last night's message. Yeah, you know it. You know last night, last night's message. The one about God, the most powerful hand of God. Well, I got some questions on that. And I have to answer them for you. And you will get an answer. But let's start off right. First thing I'll give you, as always, I'll give you a commercial. Then I'll give you a song. And then I'll come with the 48 laws of power. God bless you. And keep listening. Don't go nowhere. Keep listening. Is your success flying away from you? Is your money gone before you get it? Does everything you touch turn from sugar to shit? Then you need a miracle from Almighty God. Papa Say is your holy spiritual advisor. He helps with all spiritual and metaphysical problems. No matter how big or how small, God uses Papa Say to get rid of them all. Papa Say can look at the muddy water of deceit and see dry land, the good life, here and far away too. Papa Say helps married people and their children. He takes them off the streets, off the bottle, off of drugs and out of jail. Papa Say doesn't use tarot or a crystal ball. He uses the hand of Almighty God to see yesterday, today, and tomorrow to help you in your everyday life. Papa Say gets you out of trouble and puts you into the favored life of peace, prosperity, and paradise. Yes. Have no further questions? Then contact Papa Say at 1-800-ASK-KEEN, extension 055-9865. That's 1-800-ASK-KEEN, extension 055-9865. 1-800-ASK-KEEN, extension 055-9865. Remember, there is one Holy Spiritual Advisor, and that is Papa Zay.
out with Law 34. Be royal in your own fashion. Act like a king in order to be treated like one. Now that means appearing vulgar may also cause people to dislike you. By acting confident and fair, you impress others by your coolness. Now there's a time to disappear. When clouds, re- when clouds require you to behave confident, but yet common. You hear that? Some clouds require you to behave confident, but yet common. Appearing bigger than those around you can often lead to envy and make you a target. Appearing bigger than those around you can often lead to envy and make you a target. With all the great deceivers, there is a noteworthy occurrence to which they owe their power. In the act of deception, they are overcome by belief in themselves. It is this which then speaks so miraculously and compelling to those around them. If we believe we are destined for great things, our belief will radiate outward. This is as a crown creates an aura around the king. This outward radiance will affect the people around us. Who would think who will think we must have reasons to feel so confident? People who wear crowns seem to feel no inner sense of the limits to which they can ask for or what they can accomplish. Be overcome by your self-belief. But while you know you are practicing a kind of of deception on yourself, act like a king. You are unlikely to be treated as one. Or as I say, you are likely to be treated as one. The crown may separate you from other people, but it's up to you to make that separation real. The crown may separate you from other people, but it's up to you to make that separation real. You have to act differently, demonstrating your distance from those around you. One way to emphasize your difference is always to act with dignity, no matter the circumstance. Louise Philippe gave us no sense of being different from other people, but he was the banker king. Dignity, in fact, invariably the mask, is invariably the mask to assume under different circumstances. It is as if nothing can affect you, and you all have you have all the time in the world to respond. This is an extremely useful pose. Remember, it's up to you to set your own. Price. Ask for less, and that is just what you will get. Ask for more, however, you send a signal that you are worth a king's ransom. Even those who turn you down respect you for your confidence. And that respect will eventually pay off in ways you cannot imagine.
Law of 35. Master the art of timing. Meaning, know when to act and when not to. Always appear patient and under control. In this way, you give off an air of invincibility. The truth is that a steady, continuous effort is irresistible. For this is the way in which time captures and subdues the greatest powers on earth. Now, time, you should remember, is a good friend and ally to those who use their intelligence to choose the right moment, but a most dangerous enemy to those who rush into action at the wrong time. Do not deliberately slow time down to live longer or take more pleasure in the moment. But better to play the game of power. First, when your mind is uncluttered by constant emergencies, you will see further into the future. Second, you will be able to resist the bait that people dangle in front of you and keep yourself from becoming another impatient sucker. Third, you will have more room to be flexible. The trick in forcing time is to upset the timing of others, to make them hurry, to make them wait, to make them abandon their own pace, to distort their perception of time. By upsetting the timing of your opponent while you stay patient, you open up yourself you open, up, you open up time for yourself, which is half of the game. Your mastery of timing can really only be judged by how you speak with end time. How you quickly change the pace and bring things to a swift and definitely Conclusion, Law 36, disdain things that can that you cannot have. Ignoring them is the best revenge. Disdain things you cannot have. Ignoring them is the best revenge. Now, now for meaning... It means the less interest you appear, you appear to have the power you appear to have. The less interest you appear to have, the more power you appear to have. The more attention you pay something, the stronger you make it. It is sometimes best to leave things alone. Now, note, this is also called cognitive dissonance. Typically, most of us, most of us typically do to avoid the pain of having two contradictions in mind. Now, there's a time to dissipate. This law must be enforced with care. As it may make someone resentful and cause them to gain power in order to what? Seek revenge. When you pay attention to a person, the two of you become partners of sorts, each moving in step to the actions and reactions of the other. In the process of your initiative, in the process you lose your initiative. It is a dynamic of all interaction. By acknowledging other people, even if only to fight with them, you open yourself 
to their influence. Desire often creates paradoxical events. Desire often often creates paradoxical effects. The more you want something, the more you chase after it, the more it eludes you. The more interest you show, the more you repel the object of your desire. This is because your interest is too strong. It makes people awkward, even fearful. Uncontrollable desire makes you seem weak, unworthy, or pathetic. You need to turn your back on what you want. Show your contempt and disdain. Now, this is a kind of powerful response that will drive your targets crazy. They will respond with a desire of their own, which is simply to have an effect on you, perhaps to possess you, perhaps to hurt you. If they want to possess you, you have successfully completed what? The first step of seduction. If they want to hurt you, you have unsettled them and made them play by your rules. When you are attacked by an inferior, deflect people's attention by making it clear that the attack was was not even registered. Look away or answer sweetly, showing how little the attack concerns you. Similarly, when you you yourself have committed a blunder, the best response is often to make less of your mistake by treating it lightly. Hmm. Law 37. Create compelling spectacles. Law 37. Create compelling spectacles. Now that means being symbolic and confident in your guesses will give you an aura of power because it heightens people's desire. To be entertained, what, by fantasy? Understand, words put on to the on the defensive. If you have to explain yourself, your power is already in question. Let me tell you one more time. Words put you on the defensive. If you have to explain yourself, your power is already in question. The image, on the other hand, imposes itself as a given. Using words to plead your cause is risky business. Words are dangerous instruments and often go astray. The words people use to persuade us virtually invite us to reflect on them with words of our own. We mull over them and often end up believing the opposite of what they say. Now, this is part of our perverse nature. It also happens that words offend us, stirring up associations Unintended by the speaker. The best way to use images and symbols is to organize them into a grand spectacle that awes people and distracts them from unpleasant realities. This is easy to do. People love what what is grand spectacular, and larger than life. Appeal to their emotions, and they will flock to your spectacle in hordes. 
The visual is the easiest route to their heart. Law 38. Think as you like, but behave like others. Law 38. Think as you like, but behave like others. Now that means appearing unconventional may raise people's resentments of you because it indirectly causes them to feel inferior. They may try to act out these resentments and bring you down in some way. Now, there's a time to disobey. When it is acceptable to stand out when you already acknowledge for being powerful. It is acceptable to stand out when you are already already acknowledged for being power powerful. Stand out may heighten your perceived power as it creates more perceived distance between you and your inferiors. Now, we all tell lies and hide our true feelings. For complete free expression is a social impossibility. From an early age, we learn to conceal our thoughts, telling the prickly and insecure, and insecure what we know they want to hear, watching carefully lest we offend them. For most of us, this is natural. There are ideas and values that most people accept, and it is pointless to argue. We believe what we want to. Then, on the outside, we wear a mask. There are people, however, who see such restraints as intolerable infringement on their freedom, on their freedom, and who have a need to prove the superiority of their values and beliefs. In the end, though, their arguments convince only a few and offend a great deal more. The reason arguments don't work is that most people hold their ideas and values without thinking about them. There is a strong habitual and emotional content in their beliefs. They really do not want to have to work their habits of thinking. And when you challenge them, whether directly through your arguments or indirectly through your behavior, they are hostile. Law 39. Stir up water to catch fish. Law 39, stir up waters to catch fish. Now that means unsettling your enemies while you remain calm gives you power. Unsettling your enemies while you remain calm gives you power. Now there's a time to disobey that. Okay, and this is how. Study the enemy. Know who you are dealing with. Some enemies' wrath may be more than you can deal with. Sometimes reacting is a better strategy. A sudden burst of strong emotion may cause fear and respect 
in others. To show your frustration is to show that you have lost your power to shape events. It is the helpless action of the child who resorts to a hysterical fit to get his way. The powerful will never reveal this kind of weakness. Remember, tantrums neither intimidate nor inspire loyalty. They only create doubt and uneasiness about your power. Exposing your weakness, these stormy eruptions often herald a fall. Angry people usually end up looking ridiculous. For their response, seems out of proportion to what occasion it is. They have taken things too seriously, exaggerating the hurt or insult that has been done to them. They are so sensitive to slight that it becomes comical. Yeah, how much they take personally. More comical still is their belief that their outbursts signify power. The truth is opposite. Pertulence is not power. It is a sign of helplessness. People may temporarily be cowed by your tantrums, but in the end, they lose respect for you. They also realize that they can easily undermine a person with so little self-control. Law 40, despise the free lunch. Law 40, despise the free lunch. Now, it means whatever is offered for free often has hidden motives behind it. Things have worth. Things that have worth should be paid for. Because this prevents you from the lingering feelings of guilt often associated with an unequal exchange. This child's fable was mentioned and effectively highlights an example of this law. In the realm of power, everything must be judged by its cost. And everything has a price. What is offered for free or at bargain rates often comes with a psychological price tag. Complicated fees of obligation, compromises with, with quality, and the insecurity. Those compromises bring on and on and on. The powerful learns early to protect their most valuable resources, which are independence and room to maneuver. By paying the fuel price, they keep themselves free of dangerous entanglements and worries. Be open and flexible when money, be open and flexible with money, also teaches the value of strategic generosity. A variation on the old trick of, quote, giving when you are about to take, end of quote. By giving the appropriate gift, you put the received recipient under obligation. Generosity softens people up. For what? To be deceived. By gaining a reputation for liberality, you win people's admiration while distracting them from your power plays. By strategically speaking your wealth, you charm the other courtiers, creating pleasure and making valuable allies. The worth of money is not 
is not, is not in its possession, but in its use. The powerful must have grandeur of spirit. They can never reveal any pettiness. Any money is, or rather I should say, and money is the most visible arena in which to display either grandeur or pettiness. Best spend freely then and create a reputation for generosity, which in the end will pay great dividends. Nevertheless, financial details blind you to the bigger picture of how people perceive you. Their resentment will cost you in the long run. And if you want, if you want to meddle in the work of creative people under your hire, at least pay them well. Your money will buy their submission rather than your power play. Oh, well, that's good. That's good. Okay. I think we will play something else. And then we will get back to this. Here's Maxwell. Thank you. 
doing. So, well, I don't know. Some of it, some of this stuff will just, it'll just surprise you sometimes. I don't know why I put that record on. I don't know why, but now I'm happy I did. Yeah, I'm happy I did. Well, everybody, people have been asking me certain questions about this blessed hand. I got this this overpowerful, most powerful hand of God. And the only thing I could do is tell them, well, I, I thought that I wouldn't, that I would just leave it alone, but it ain't over with yet. So I'll tell you what certain things mean, what certain things mean. Now, the blue eye, you want to know what it means? The blue eye is the eye of Satan. That's why it's there. It is the eye of Satan. And when it is put there, it reflects back upon any eyes of Satan that might be around. So it it cancels each other out. Now, the eye of Satan, eye of the Satan, I'll put that with the eye of the Satan, because Satan is not a deity. He's not a deity. And he's not an independent acting individual. The Satan really, really does what God wants him to do. Yeah, when you have something or you are going to get something, the Satan goes in front of God and he attempts to stop you from getting it. Yeah, he attempts to stop you. And that is his job. Yeah, it is his job. It is to accuse you and to stop you from getting whatever good you ought to get. Okay? So the blue eye represents the eye of the Satan. Yeah, the Satan. Now, the next thing is the fish. The fish coming and going. Or the fish all coming. When you see the fish, you see them coming toward you. Yeah, you always see them coming coming toward you or coming and going from you too. But the only thing that the fish represents is blessings in rotation. Blessings in rotation. If there are many fish coming, then many blessings are coming toward you. If there are fish coming and going, then that is blessings coming and going to you too. It's just a it's just one which means that you will have blessings. You will have blessings. They will go away, but you will have more. All right? So fish means blessings in rotation. In in rotation, excuse me. Now, doves, doves is a good one. They mean love. When an individual, when you see them on it, you you see doves represented on it. They refer to love. They refer to love. In fact, you can get one with doves if you don't have anybody. Why? Because it will get you somebody. It will bring someone to you. So doves symbolize love. Love. Now, there's another one which are buildings, buildings. You see, you'll see, you see some of them with buildings up on them. And what those things symbolize and mean is home security or some other building. 
Yeah, they mean home security. They mean that what you have put up shall stand. And it shall stand a long time. It shall not be it shall not be destroyed. It will stand. Okay? Now so that is it. Buildings and home security. Now the next one is a lease or leave. Now they mean you wanna know what? Who do or help? Who do or help? Whenever you see leaves on something, it means who do. It means who do. I don't care what I don't care what anybody else says. It means who do. That is what it means. It means who do, but it can mean help. It can mean help. Now, the fluid delay. The fluidu or the fluidu lee, they say, means who do and help. Who do and help. Two things from Louisiana. Who do and help. Who do and help from Louisiana. Now, you know what? The next thing is key. It means keys. Now the keys symbolize opening secrets. The keys open secrets. Yes, they do. They open secrets. And then with the keys, of course, you have these. You have doors. You have doors. And what do the doors represent? They mean a strong secret known only to the possessor. A strong secret known only to the possessor. Because once you open the doors, once you open the doors, all the secrets come out. Therefore, only strong secrets are locked up by doors. Only strong secrets are locked up by doors. And those strong secrets are known primarily to the possessor of the door. Okay? The next thing, flowers. Flowers. What do flowers mean? They mean the sweet smell of success. When you look on a hamster or you look on on a, a hand of God and you see a bunch of flowers, that hamster is for success. It's for success. Which the person will receive if they get it. All right. The next one is moon and stars. If you, what a one would have the moon and stars in it? What does that mean? Well, it's very simple. That one means luck. Luck. Then, what about that with the, the one with additional hands? You got one hand, a big one, and you got a you got four or five little ones on it. What does it mean? It means more blessings. More blessings. Yep, more blessings. Now I want to tell you about something else. We have a hoodoo. Protection break, blanket, bracelets, or anklets. Who do protections, bracelets, or anklets? Now, what what it is, is is white string with a pure silver diamond. That's a diamond before 1964. Yep, that means certain types of protection you will have. You will have. Now, that is old hoodoo. That's old hoodoo. It's something that is not made that much now. In fact, the only people I know that makes it is me. Is me. That one will keep you, will keep all of the stuff from you. All of the stuff. The hoodoo 
protection brace of the ankle. And then we have the hoodoo benefit bracelet or anklet. Now it's a white string with an ancient penny. An ancient penny, an Indian hair penny. Now an Indian hair penny is around the 1900s or before it. It will get you certain things. It will be yours. Certain things will be yours. You will have to you don't have to do anything. It will just come to you. Now you can get, you can get all of these things. You can get, you can get the the benefit bracelet, or you can get the protection bracelet, or you can get the hand of Almighty Mighty God with these things on. All you got to do, all you got to do, is leave your name. And your address, but you got the call. Yeah, you got the call. And now we'll just do it with it with an email address. The just write it on out. The here it is. It is here. It comes. The real hoodoo. Write it out to the real hoodoo at email dot com. The real hoodoo at email.com. Write out there. And if you write it out to us, if you write it out, you will get it back. You sure will. Okay? You don't have to worry about anything. It will be yours. Yeah, it'll be yours. It will be yours. You don't have to worry about nothing. Nothing. Now, the best thing about this, I have thought about it. I was not going to do it, but I thought about it. And it's like the, it's like the Spirit of the Lord said, go ahead and put these, put these out. Go ahead and put it out. And I'll go ahead and put them out. I did. And I will do it again. I will always do whatever the Spirit of the Lord tells me to do. And I put these products out. I put them out. Now, if you want them, write me. Write me at the real hoodoo at email dot com. I'll tell you again. You write me at the real hoodoo at email dot com. And you list what you want and how you want it, and I will see to it that you get it as quickly as you say it. Now, I thank everyone for being here tonight. I thank you for being here with me. And until I see you again, God bless you and God keep you. May he lift his eyes upon you and give you peace. May he bless you going out and you're coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. And I do say it again. Well, goodbye. The views and opinions expressed on the preceding program are solely those of the participants and are not necessarily those of this broadcast facility, its management, staff, nor its sponsors. Thanks to everyone in our entire audience for listening to this broadcast of Papa Say here on Blog Talk Radio. Your host for this broadcast was Papa Say. Chatroom supervision provided by BT Destiny. The executive producer was, George Carr. The broadcast director was, James Best. On-air announcers were, Myron Bast and Dorothy Knight. On-air announcer for Spanish was, Diego Montoya. On-air announcer for French was, Michelle LeBlanc. Telephone screening provided by, Nicole Lofton. Music recording and engineering provided by, JT's Cop Database Engineering. The music heard on this program is under license by ASCAP and BMI. On-air engineering and recording for post-program archive provided by Blog Talk Radio, a corporation licensed by the State of New York with corporate offices in New Jersey. A recording of this and other broadcasts can be downloaded at www.blogtalkradio.com. 
This program has been brought to you by Big Gator Productions which is solely responsible for its content. Remember to tune in next week at the same time for Papa Say here on Blog Talk Radio.